0: You are now listening to Trans Trends Talk
1: Trends.
0: Trends with J.C. Best and Dina Marie. Hi, I'm Dina Marie. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking about trans shit.
1: I did not come to play with you whole <laughs> I came to play, bitch. Most people
2: Hello, who are trans, Hello. trans Hello. have been Hello, through Hello. hell and high water. The hardest part of being a figuring out what to wear.
0: Yeah buddy you know what that sound means baby it's sunday night 807 because we late in this bitch and it's time for trans talk i'm your host jc best and to my left the beautiful miss dina marie what's up boo? what's going on you looking about sexy as shit you got a lot of skin going on girlfriend what's up with that it's 80 something degrees out i guess Yeah, I think I'm wearing too many clothes. You're always wearing too many clothes for me. You're right. That's true. Don't worry. This summer, I'm getting in the gym. I'm looking sexy. Clothes is coming off. You don't really have too much to worry about. Just make sure
1: you go to the gym first. Oh, hey, with the shade. You were looking real good for a minute. But, I you know. know I fa- and this is my problem. That dad bod's coming back. Happy is Father's Day, dude. Oh, fuck you. You're
0: right. It is Father's Day. I got the dad bod popping. Uh, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And how about a special shout out to all the deadbeat sons and daughters who had good fathers but still turned out like that? Uh...
1: What are you going to do? Right
0: <laughs> what are you going to do? I asked my my dad uh we spoke on the phone and he tried to get me to come back to church today. Oh.
1: I said that shirt should go in flames.
0: I would burn in the parking lot before I even came in that.
1: Uh how about you? How was your how was your Father's Day? It was good. I had a good weekend. I mean, you know, uh I mean, Father's Day was good. I went today to Jersey and saw so out Shout out to Al Martin, the owner of
0: Broadway Comedy Club. Uh, I believe Al is going to be making a special appearance. He is.
1: He's coming to our show at
0: Caroline. At Caroline's, which, folks, we cannot talk about enough. We're going to put it, it right. Hold it still
1: now. Don't have. Come like, on. You know, don't I go do crazy. This ma-
0: you bam! So there ridiculous. we go.
1: Look at that. Every time you're on it, then you move it away. Oh my God! Look at this. Is, look at look at how professional this shit is. <sighs> God. You know it's, it's Oh, okay. look at us. There you are.
0: So huge, guys. Uh, this is a special benefit for the Ali Forney Center, which is uh, an, an incredible program. Uh, i sharing our post,
1: That's why I'm not being rude.
0: That's okay. Uh, Ali Forney, you know, assists with uh, trans and, and queer youth and, you know, preventing against homelessness. And they have partnered with us. And we were just talking about this prior to the show when no one else would. When no one else would would partner with us, um, Ali Forney came through and, and and did it. And I guess that's because you know people thought we were fetishizing uh, the trans community, which you know is listen. I, I don't at this point. I I think that's an understandable situation because people do you know trans people do yes. Yeah. The trans community is popping right now. Let's call I mean let's call it what it is. It's in the wow. forefront of people's mouths. Civil rights. And, uh, you know, so I get it, but Ali Forney Center was happy to, happy enough to, uh, to partner with us, and we're so, um, you know, grateful to be giving back to them and we've got a, such a freaking lineup planned yeah it's
1: gonna be a really great show i'm super excited about jesus Christ. It. we got uh we got some drag performances we got some
0: comedians we, we have, have an
1: amazing band we have an amazing empire. band
0: the lit empire which is one of the most fire bands in the city performing. they are fire they're amazing uh we've got an incredible segment With some very, um, I don't know, I guess these guests are like at another level. I don't even feel right talking to some of these people. They're just kind of beyond, I would say beyond my scope. Uh, One of them is actually on the show today yes I'm super exciting A huge score for us um uh we've got uh dr ac demi not i don't know if i'm if i'm screwing her name up but probably am. demi Dont? not okay i messed it up i know i'm gonna fuck it up uh on the show uh we've got um uh we've got mel Wymore who's the first transgendered uh city council uh person running Running in New York City—that's a huge thing. We gotta, you know, we gotta really a lot of things going on. we been giving away gifts and just having a really great time. And that's this Wednesday, June 21st at Caroline's uh, Trans Talk with J.C. Best. Yes. And please Dana come Marie. out and check us out. We would really, really please do. Really love that. Please do. How have you been? Uh, but what's been going on
1: with you? I've been good. Yesterday, we went. Uh, me and James went to Jersey.
0: Nice Jersey, dirty Jersey.
1: Yeah, and we went to my sister's graduation party. It was at my aunt's house. Okay. So it was James's first time meeting like my, a lot of my whole family. God bless that man. They loved him. Okay, but how, what did he think? Was he overwhelmed? He was overwhelmed. He uh, he thought that my aunt's house was like crazy. was like wow because it's like a big house and like they have like a really nice backyard it looks like a hotel so So he was was like wow he's like was like in like shock and like how did everyone receive him everyone received him really well for for people who don't know james is dina's boyfriend now
0: james is black and uh we always worry about that uh Dina, you know, I'm I'm more worried about the interracial thing than the trans component. I don't, you know, Are you? <laughs> I am, I am. So did they all accept him? There wasn't no get out type of situation yeah, where he I mean, had he's, to. Fo- he's okay. not
1: the first black guy I've ever dated,
0: but he oh, could... we know you love the black dick. But what I'm saying is, James. well, James I'm just James. saying. But this is your first, like this guy, like James
1: is. Well, name. no, we're very serious. Like we moved, just moved in together, and everything, right? So, yeah. And everyone received him well. Yeah. Awesome. He made jokes about it being get out. I know he did. He was like, Is this where really the get out thing? <laughs> Who was
0: started. going to an all white family in two thousand seventeen, you know, with every, I mean with Trump
1: being the president? I don't know well, about that. We got off the train and like my sister was coming to get us. <laughs> <laughs> she called and she moved to the other parking lot. And then she's like, I see. I, she was like, what are you wearing? And I'm like, I'm wearing orange. And then she's like, I see you. And I'm like, oh, there she is. And then James is like, well, it's not like there's any other black
2: people here. So I can't.
1: Not. I can't. Where was uh? Where in Jersey? It's uh,
0: like Madowan. Madowan. Okay. Madawan, New Jersey. All right. Fantastic. Um, I really want to get into our guest, who I'm super excited about. We do have a couple of news items that we want to cover beforehand. Yeah. Um, I say we go ahead and cover those and let's get right in uh, to the good doctor because we have so many questions for her and she's lived really such an interesting life and God, I just – you know what it is? I just think that there are people who are accomplished, but some of them ain't interesting. Personalities – like wet dish rags, nigga, you are boring, can we get some interesting people, so this time we have someone who's accomplished, an expert in her field, and she's interesting, and has a good sense of humor, so I want to get to that, um, but before we do, maybe we can, you can go ahead and talk about a couple of the topics that uh, you had prepared for us.
1: Yes, I will do that right now. Excellent. Well, the first one is that the uh, American Medical Association says uh, that the uh, trans bathroom ban will have severe mental health repercussions. Oh, I got louder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that makes sense. Um, basically, you know, it, it, it shows that, you know, by banning people from the bathroom that I guess they identify with, you know from this sex you're gonna fuck people's heads up i mean i'm just giving you guys the lay members uh you know the 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 late uh definition yeah it makes sense to me i don't know could yeah, you imagine defi- no
1: i mean i can't no and aside from like mental, like you know it's it's also like can be like physical physical like someone can, if i went into the guy's bathroom like that's not gonna Dangerous. be a good thing
0: Right. Could you imagine if someone said, hey, Dina, you would have to go you – ha- you have to, by law, use a male bathroom. That would – like I don't even – are people dumb? Yes.
1: <laughs> Clearly.
0: Like, are you dumb, dude? And then, you know, just take that away from trans, just anyone. If someone said that you cannot use this bathroom because of, you know, how you look or how, are, how you – that's going to fuck some people's minds up. So they came out, I guess, with this study. Uh, that makes perfect sense. Was there anything – you know, uh, in particular about it that you saw that jumped out at you. I'm guessing that they're talking about primarily North Carolina, right? Because in New York, um, it's open. Give me one second. Chicago. Yeah, I guess they're talking about North Carolina. W- w- what are they referring to? Do it's you know, m-
1: like North Carolina, probably like a lot of the places in the South I would. A
0: lot of places in the South that restrict um, the use of public facilities. You know being... where they voted for Trump. Yeah, of course. Well that you know, and that just goes to show you, but then you got people like our girl, Caitlyn Jenner, who is backtracking on a bunch of that did you see her no, most recent? She's rec- not
1: backtracking on voting for Trump though. She's not? She she just she said that she doesn't really re- regret voting for him. She just thinks that what he's like he's messing up in some ways, but she doesn't think that he messed up
0: at all. That. This is, the shit is that uh, Again, is that a privileged type of situation? Who says that? How can you not she regret? She a
1: white male for 65 years of her life, a Republican white male who had a lot of money. And she's not dealing with the stuff that a lot of trans people are dealing with because she has the money to go out and do what she wants to do. Caitlin, how can you regret
0: uh, what Trump is done doing but not regret the vote?
1: That makes no sense to me. That's so stupid.
0: Well,
1: yeah, you want to have her on the show,
0: I do want to have her on the show, and I'm not running from that. And I got my ass ate this past week. Did uh, you? I did too. I did from from a previous. You're stupid. I didn't get my ass ate like that. Um, although, no, uh, I uh, yeah, no, I I actually spoke to a a, a previous guest of ours, Hennessy, who I, you know we love. love
1: Hennessy.
0: We love Hennessy, and uh, and you know he does not appreciate all of the. I guess you know this support that I personally throw towards Caitlyn Jenner, but there's a couple of things with that. I do not believe that people, I think everyone deserves a shot. I guess coming from my background, being conservative, rejecting everyone, and now living the way I'm living now, I don't like to see people within communities fighting, even if she is conservative. I think that we have the, you know, we can reach out to hand and help this bitch, you know, and help her, instead of you know, it's, uh, disregarding her saying, "Oh, she doesn't represent us. We don't want her to be a part of." It. Like, that's not right. That's that's what queer people used to be rejected. So now you're going to do the same thing to someone else because she's conservative. Listen, that's just my own controversial view. Whatever. I'm I'm giving everyone I a am shot.
1: Fine. Like, let her do what she wants to do. I'm just, you know, I still support her. I think that people need to stop like calling her Bruce and calling her. Uh, yeah, God, you don't think people should need dead to name respect her? That. Understood. Understood. That she just makes. Like, Dumb decision <laughs>
0: sometimes um okay so yeah that that makes sense that people would be psychologically affected by banning the uh, you know them from using a bathroom simple uh there was another article that i thought was interesting and actually kind of positive
1: yeah the army is um the army is moving forward on transgender training like great even though you know the Army is preparing to integrate transgender soldiers into the service despite an indefinite hold on the decision to permit transgender individuals to serve in the armed forces.
0: Okay, but now there was an Obama policy that I thought allowed trans people to, to actually serve. So if anything, Trump is trying to like
1: dial back on that as well. Trump is dialing back everything.
0: Okay, so here, <laughs> we, here we go with this issue.
1: 1952.
0: I'm, again, I'm mixed, boo. I'm mixed on this issue as well. Um, I don't love a lot of, you know, I love servicemen and I appreciate the sacrifice that they made, that they make, but I don't really support a lot of these quagmires and these, you know, some of these wars that we get into. So again, I'm just a little confused. It's like, yeah, I don't want queer, gay, lesbian, you know, trans people to be discriminated against. But as far as I'm concerned, if I don't support war, why would I be happy that trans people can now fight in unjust wars? I'm,
1: I go back and forth. I mean, do people think? Well, a lot of people might not support wars, JC, but they still have, should have the right to serve their country if they want to. Fair. Fair, yeah. I want people to
0: serve their country. So what are you going to serve? Are you going to serve by going over and killing some people for, for money, for oil, for shit that doesn't make sense? I don't know. Okay. So I guess now we've got we're opening up and now allowing people – to do things that I don't, you know, think is great anyway. I don't know. I go back and forth with this. I'm curious what the guest has to uh, to, to, to say on this as well. You know, maybe she's got some opinions on that. But I'm just, I don't – just because I hear an announcement being made, I don't really jump and get excited. I like to analyze all the facts and see if this is really helpful or not. But whatever. Anyway, that's great for people who serve in the Armed Forces sad for people who are being discriminated against as far as bathroom is concerned come to new york city folks if you're in backwoods alabama and you're trans and you're gay just come on to new york city we'll take care of you you can get whatever you want here uh maybe not actually not an <laughs> really expensive. there are still issues here in new york city but god darn is it probably better than the town that you live in um we, uh, I think, I think we should just go ahead and jump right into our guest. It is already late. We're going to have to go uh, over a little bit as it is. Let me go ahead and pull this up. Give me one second. Bam, bam, bam. I want to make sure that I get this right. Maybe you can just talk while I'm figuring out her information. Uh, uh, <laughs> what is she like?
2: I don't know. Just how beautiful you are
0: i love I'm that we're sorry. both
2: wearing
0: orange you know this is what we naturally do we naturally match we're a pair i'm telling you if james wouldn't have just came in and ruined everything we would have been married probably i'm sure mm-hmm. okay all right here oh stop it okay all right <laughs> You did try. You're so aggressive. All right, here we go. Um, uh, Joining us today, uh, folks, really, really uh, an esteemed guest. We've had a few, and this one, boy, is, uh, I I would say, probably going to be one of my faves. Uh, I'm very excited to bring uh, on the show the Assistant Clinical Professor of Medicine at Quinnipiac University's Frank K. Netter School of Medicine and the Yale School of Nursing, and a member of the World Professional Association for Transgender Transgender Health. We got a very small crowd joining us. Why don't you go ahead and give uh, a round of applause for Dr. A.C. Demedone. She's here in the building. Clap it up for our little live audience. Come on in here, A.C. Have a seat right there on the stool. Oh. There we go. Take that mic if you would. Thank you so much for you know, joining. Us. Thank you for having me. Uh, a C, you you came quite a ways That's to me. be here. Yeah. Uh, you currently, I believe you you're stationed in New Haven, uh, Connecticut.
2: I am, I am but uh, I live in Norwalk.
0: You live in Norwalk. You Which... said the way you said that was uh, Norwalk. <laughs>
2: No shade. Connecticut's okay. Connecticut is
0: all right. Connecticut's kind of lame. I mean, I hate to say that.
2: Well, I mean, you know, a gal like me in Fairfield County, Connecticut is not like when I roll up in Starbucks. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a little... Just a little. little, yeah. Extra,
0: yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, you uh, you currently have a your own practice okay. uh, in New Haven. Um, you. and I said, uh, Yale, but it's actually is it at is it at Yale? It's
2: or? not part of Yale. I teach at Yale though.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, can you tell us a little bit about uh, about your practice that you've got in New Haven?
2: Um, I do LGB and trans primary care. So, right now, <clears throat> it's primarily about 80% of my patients are trans. Right, uh, from thirteen to old, um, and we're about to open a second office in Stanford. And, My hometown. Uh, yes, your hometown. You can be a patient. You keep saying that, kind of yeah. like on the slide. I will be a patient. Okay. D- d- you're not. I saying can't anything. wait. I'm very you do. Excited. Wait a minute.
0: You do STD. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, will definitely like be a you patient. Need to be right, uh, right now. Uh, <laughs>
2: Uh, (laughs) STD treatment. STD stuff, HIV treatment, care. All of it. HIV prevention stuff. Get it. All of that. Um, Amazing. Right. So um, we actually hired uh, two other nurse practitioners a woman that I worked with here in New York. She's going to be starting in the New Haven office. And then um, another nurse practitioner that will start in the Sanford office too. Congrats to you on expanding. Yeah, uh, and my I gotta just a little be, empire. I have to say, you kind of like the coolest
0: doctor ever. I'm looking at your tats. Yeah. If I had a doctor with tats on and the, you rocking the mohawk with the bamboo earrings, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm coming back to you.
2: Yeah, so you...
0: <laughs> Who has a doctor like this? Seriously! <laughs> Come on, usually doctors, like, a, you know, he's kind of a little tight and stuffy, and mm-hmm. no, you look yeah, I mean, fun. Well, thank
2: you. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure that, like, when a... Fourteen-year-old trans kids' parents Roll see me up. in the office. <laughs> that they're always like assured, but um, yeah, I, it's fun. It's I, I think in New York or San Francisco, you might run into a few me- medical providers like me, but uh, right, looking like me, but certainly in not in Connecticut, Fairfield County, Connecticut. Yeah. Um, we want to get the load down on
0: everything. You, we, we'd like to start out, I believe, with career. Uh, Joe, we, we think that Dina's mic is dead. If you could turn that back on, I believe. Oh, Mike's just be dead, dead, dead. Okay. All right. Pass that on share. while we get. Yeah. And I want to make sure everyone's got drinks in the audience because we have such a nice uh, – P- Paul, thanks for coming. We didn't know when you were going to show up. You're drinking thanks, here. Keith, uh, Keith. Keith, do you have drinks? You still eat that vodka cranberry? Okay, we got coffee here. I just want to make sure our, our audience is replete with drinks here. Um, uh, tell us a little bit how
2: long have you been practicing uh, medicine? Uh, I have been practicing. <laughs> now I have to tell you how old I am. Um, <laughs> no, no, we're not asking a woman how old she is. We just want to know how long um, you've been doing this. <laughs> so I started working in 2004. Okay. So, 13 years. Okay, 15 years you've been practicing, and you went to uh, school, I believe, in Philadelphia? I did, and then I went and I did my training in um, central Pennsylvania at Penn State, and then I moved to New York. Okay. Did you, uh, what did you go to school for at at that time? I uh, am actually an infectious diseases doctor. Okay. training, and uh, uh, when I moved to New York, I started doing primary care for LGB people, and and trans people, and so I've done that ever since.
0: Okay, when you first started, did you know that you were going to be serving the LGBT community? Like, what was yeah, your... I mean,
2: so I went into medicine at a time when um, HIV was a huge, people were dying, lots of people were still dying. Early and, 2000s? Yeah, and um, I decided to go to medical school because I um, worked at an AIDS hospice, for my community service wow. in in college and so uh, I kind of knew that I wanted to do that um, and yeah i mean i i I've always been a very nonconforming queer person, regardless of where I was, and so um Really, I think the only people that would have me in medicine <laughs> were LGBT that's organizations. Hilarious. So um, yeah, so that's I kind of knew I always wanted to do that. Right,
0: right. Um, yeah, it's interesting because you don't. I mean, you do so many things now. It's not just infectious disease. You yeah. specialize in. Yeah, in would what, what I say tra- specialize in trans yeah. health? Uh,
2: I mean, that wasn't a thing when yeah. I was in school. And, you know, that's some of the work that I do now is trying to make sure that is a thing in medical schools and and advanced practice nursing schools is so that when people come out of school, they're not like trans people. Like, what are they? You know what I mean? Right. we didn't learn anything about them. And, you know, the average American medical school spends one hour and four years on trans healthcare so Really? Yeah. So, um, you know, that is part of what I my sort of like big goal overall career goal is to make sure that when providers come out of schools that they don't sort of feel like they have the right to say oh I don't take care of trans people like trans people should be able to go to any doctor and get the same health care that anybody else can get when they walk into a doctor's office and get Definitely.
0: yeah we uh, we've talked a lot about um, health care because of Cal and Lord. Mm -hmm. and different things like that. Dina introduced me to Calen Lord, and this was at a time, I remember a few months ago when I was kind of like between jobs, and I don't know if I had Obamacare at the time or what, but you were telling me that Calen Lord specifically helps, I guess, trans people, queer people,
1: all that. Remember,
0: you remember us talking about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I used to go to a different doctor, like, somewhere else that I was going to for a long time, and I really loved my doctor, but like, when I transitioned, when I wanted to transition, like, I feel like my doctor didn't, like, I didn't feel as comfortable there, and I just feel, like, a lot more
2: comfortable. Like, Helen Lord,
1: like, they're super nice and understanding, and, like, it's just, I feel, like, a lot more comfortable with people that understand, and I, I totally agree that, like, if you're a doctor, like, you should... It should, you should be able to go anywhere.
0: Like, yeah. How could you have somebody come in the office and say, yeah, I can't, I guess I can't. Well, at least you could refer them somewhere else, but to deny them treatment is just a little, like, you're a doctor, dude. Like, I didn't go to school or pay attention in class because I knew you would.
2: Well, right, <laughs> like, and I mean, on. that's, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the U.S. trans discrimination survey said that about um 50% of trans people have to teach their provider how to take care of them so like that is I mean I will say this I I worked at Calen Lord for many years and um also awesome. big shout out to Calen Lord yeah big shout great, out to Calen Lord great work for um people and I worked at Calen Lord at pre obamacare so like girls were like going to a jail for selling their HIV medications to buy hormones wow. i mean like yeah i mean so uh we were taking care of trans people at a time when there was very few other places that right. you could go. Um, and they had definitely, working there opened my eyes a lot to how much of a struggle it can be to get healthcare if you're a trans person. right? Um, and that's kind of why I decided that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take this show over to Connecticut and I'm going to make it happen in Connecticut too. Right. Um, Amazing. That is – it's not it's not okay that you can get health care if you're a trans person in New York City, but people are driving from, you know, stores, Connecticut, to new, having to drive to New York City to get hormones. You know, it's
0: kind of funny. We were – you know, I was saying that tongue-in-cheek. If you're in Alabama or wherever, you know, west bubble fuck city you live in come to New York City. But to your point, truth is, yeah, we would like ideally a society where even if you were in, you know, uh, middle America, you could get treatment. Like you shouldn't have to move to a big city. Right. You know no, you that shouldn't. Time.
2: And the fact is, is that, you know, with, with the internet today, I mean, if we don't learn how to, if people don't learn how to take care of trans people, they just I mean, I, I took care of a 12-year-old girl whose mom caught her buying hormones on the internet. You know what I mean? Like, girl, the kids are do, out there. They're getting, they want to transition, and they're going to do it whether their doctor takes care of them or not. Right. So, you know, the goal is to make sure that they can have a place to come to. Right? Wow.
0: And they're doing it the right way. Yeah. What were you going to say? It's
1: like, yeah, you mean like, should be under medical, like, supervision and, you shouldn't have to go out and like treat yourself I and mean,
0: so. get stuff on the street done that, and that's so kind dang, of dangerous yeah. for children. Um, I, I'm just curious you 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 mentioned that in New York when you were coming, you were I'm guessing exposed to things for the first time that you had never seen. <laughs> Um, definitely what, what, uh, what can so you, lot,
2: I was exposed to way too many things you know
0: without putting anybody on blast, what were some of the things that you were saying as a, like a newer doctor you know treating the patients that you had
2: I mean, I don't think you can ever uh, prepare yourself for what you see at a place like Call Lord in terms of just how hard it is. Sorry. No, I get a That's us let's not talk about that because mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> how hard it can be for people to access care. It's um, yeah. Mm. That I was not prepared for that. Yeah. At all. Um and I'm from Philadelphia. Like Philadelphia is not like exactly like No, kind Philly goes and down in place, Philly. Yeah. You know, but um I wasn't prepared for how hard it was for some people.
0: At, at that time, I'm, I'm now placing you around 2000, what are we, 2004, 2005, and this yep. time. Uh, where were you in your personal transition at, at this point?
2: So I would say I was definitely in the non-conforming kind of realm. Um, I, we
0: have covered this a lot, by the way, uh, yeah. God, because even for us and we within the trans community, there seems to be like a lot of uh, I wouldn't say levels, but there are a lot of segments, even with the trans, it's not just trans female, trans male, as, as you know, non-binary and, yeah. and things like that. Uh, for our, our, our audience, just maybe you can you can let them know, would you say you were not conforming to a particular gender? Um,
2: so I mean, from very little, I can remember, remember I was little in the 70s though, so like this is. You could have fooled me, Doc, But I was. <laughs> regardless of whether i could have fooled you or not i i was and um you know a 70s kid in philadelphia you know i was. my parents weren't ready for a kid like me happy father's day dad um, my parents were not ready for a kid like me you know um i just happened to be really good at a lot of boy things but like i would sit at boy things and watch the girls and what Ponytails or something. Like, I would see these girls with ponytails, and I'd be like, oh, I wish I could have fun. Like, I, you know, so I think, like, I knew from a very early age that, like, something wasn't okay, but, right. like, you know, it just wasn't, that just wasn't even in my thought process. Like, it just right. wasn't something I thought about. Um, and, you know. Did you think that you
0: were gay? Um, and you just kind of assumed. <laughs> That you were I mean, I
2: knew it like boys, okay, like no doubt from like young. the very beginning. One and yeah. a half, way too young, I think. Right, <laughs> like too young. So you, you know. knew that. So I that definitely knew that, but like, gay was like terrifying then, right? I mean, in the eighties and nineties, of course, being gay was really scary, and you know, I I just didn't see trans people, and the 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 few trans people that I saw in Philadelphia were. Um, you know, they were like, they had really rough lives. And I I I was scared of that too. I was a very scared kid. And so I stayed in school and played sports and did all this kind of jazz and um, so, but I never sort of like believed that, I I knew I was a very feminine, very, 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 very feminine boy. Like I I knew that's what I was (laughs) and- um, and, Tina
0: could um, identify, I think. You know,
2: <laughs> like, I was, like, in the cheerleading squad. You know, like, I was a very feminine <laughs> kid. And okay. so, um, like, I knew it wasn't right, so I just kind of did whatever I wanted. Luckily, I have parents who, like, they made me work really hard, but, like, they were sort of, like, like I can remember, I tell this story, like, my I, my very first, I, can, I was in middle school when CD players came out. That's how old I am. Okay. Uh, and so my mom, my very <laughs> first CD was a Madonna Immaculate Collection, and I remember nice. like putting on shows, and like my mom would like <laughs> open up the bedroom door, and I'd be like rolling around in the dark, like, and she would just like close the door. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, <wanna laughs> and say, I don't know what the she is. would just sort of be like oh, I don't know I what know what's going on in there, there <laughs> but I'm just gonna close the door. And so um, you know, I always like. I I had, like, barrette, like, cornrowed hair and barrettes (laughs) and stuff. And I was just, like, I did kind of whatever I wanted. And that carried on through medical school. Like, I showed up to my medical school. Like, I showed up to my medical school, like, interviews with, like, a nose piercing and, like, mohawk, blonde mohawk and bib overall. Like, uh, and I would sit in these rooms with people and I'd be, like, I'm never going to get into medical school.
0: But, but again, you must have been a boss because if you're carrying yourself that way, your marks must have been such yeah. where you were like, you could not be denied. I was smart.
2: I was, smart. I, I, I was, I was smart. Love that's, it. That's what, um, you know, I, I, I've been, for the struggle that I've had in my life, I've been given a lot of gifts and like, that's kind of like what I've tried to do is like take the gifts that I have and like utilize them. There were times I've made really bad decisions in my life and like, wasted a mm-hmm. lot of that mm-hmm. and um you know chosen things that were not healthy right um as far, we all have far too often. Sure. sure. Um and so yeah, but I was smart. And right. so I got in. Right. And then that can carried through. Like, right.
0: And at this point, you're saying that you are identifying as gender nonconforming, which you know. I mean,
2: I'll... I wasn't identifying as anything because that word, like,
0: it didn't even that, exist. That, those
2: things sort of like didn't exist, or they may have existed, but not in Hershey, Pennsylvania. They didn't right. exist. Um, so, uh, you know, or maybe they existed in Hershey, but like,
0: mm. <laughs> they certainly
2: didn't exist at Penn State Milton S. Hershey Medical Center. Right, and so. Um, uh i just kind of lived my life however i thought that i should right and um then i moved to new york
0: and that's when things got you know that's when things turned up a little bit Girl. sped up if you will uh,
2: amen. amen sped up is the exact right word they sped way the fuck up D-
0: yeah, Dina and I have made no short, you know, of letting people know that we're just regular people. Even a lot of the terms we've learned, you know, through doing research and stuff on the show. But like, even still, we're con- I don't I don't think we're confused anymore. But I mean, That's
1: there you're
0: confused. Well, <laughs> man, I Okay, when it just a little brief. When it comes to like non, you're saying gender non-conforming and uh, non-binary, right? Even that, it's just you know people ask me and I, and I do my best to try to explain the difference between mm-hmm. someone who does not identify as the binary that they were assigned with, and gender conforming, which means you just don't conform conform to I guess the stereotypical behaviors of a. But like maybe you can kind of so help us. We're, I'm struggling I, explaining I, I, it, and I, this, I, is my, this is my our show. I don't. I hate this. It's No, hard. I mean, so
2: I don't think I think I have always known and identified that I am female. Like I've always known that um, that's my, important I uh, think for the, the audience ability to, to express that was very limited okay um beyond like uh, because in medicine in two thousand and five or two thousand and i I started tr- my postgraduate training in two thousand medicine was not ready for a trans woman like i I was terrified that I would never have a career that I would never um so I pushed it. As far as I could push it, but all of my behaviors all of my life have been always of a woman. Like gotcha. there is no question of my identity wow. to me. It's just that my ability to express it have been um challenging. Super me. important.
0: And do um your family it sounds like that they received you regardless. Or maybe i um, you know, yeah. did, did they receive you regardless? What, you know, because you kind of coming out twice, right? Your first I had coming-
2: to come came out twice. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I came out twice, and uh, you know, it was like this big dramatic scene. To I I came out that I was going on hormones um, two years ago to my parents, and I sat them down, and I was like all in tears and stuff, and my mom was just like, "Well, you've always been much more feminine," you know. I mean. I made it much of a bigger deal than wow. they made it. And so I, I also think that, like, I had checked off so many boxes in my parents, like, you know, homosexual, like, HIV positive, you know, drug addict, all of those things. Like, Love they, it. they were sort of like. Okay, whatever. Just like, keep <laughs> this moving because, like, I can't, like, I, I can't ah! take any more, like, Yo. issues with you.
0: Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um. Fantastic. I w- we were stalking you. I was stalking you a little yeah. bit, and I know you have a husband too. I don't want yeah, he's to right try- there. I don't want him to try to kick my ass after the show. But, yeah,
2: uh, no, I don't think you.
0: Will. We we were stalking you, and one of the things that we thought were so interesting, you were actually Mr. Eagle and was it 2009
2: 2010
0: 2012 2012 okay so somewhere right around there right before i transitioned so now here we're talking to you and you're saying you always identified as a female you always felt that way you were always very 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 feminine In your Mm. words to quote and yet, Mr. Eagle, if anyone knows, e- uh, Eagle is a gay club. Dina, you could probably talk about – I, I can talk well, about a won't little bit. you not even t- let me
1: into the Eagles.
0: So. Eagle is like one of the, like a leather bar type <laughs> where it's a man's – like we fuck men like it's a very you know like man's man yeah. club I personally have been there a couple of times and had a okay. ball uh, <laughs> I, I you bet know, you I did can't even say I did second it. floor yeah. behind the it pool table It was just table. what <laughs> I was looking at I was just curious as to see why I'm not participating in any of those <laughs> God, those sinners uh <laughs> But it was very interesting to see some of the shit that goes down at the eagle, You're and the yet you were
2: Mister yeah. Eagle. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> in so first <laughs> of all, first of all, I got into leather through like the BDSM community. Okay. So um, uh, through like sex, sexuality, sort of fetishism. Um, this tells you how far I sort of pushed it in order to try to. When I moved to New York, like I moved to New York at a time when it was sort of not okay to be like a feminine gay person anymore, like a queer person. And so I, I mean, if we can be completely honest, I just wanted a lot of dick. And like I did what I could (laughs) do to like get dick. And I mean, everybody who knows me knows that that's kind of the way that I was. And- Coolest um, doctor ever. uh, Just want to point that out. And unfortunately, yeah, I mean, and it was the time I was HIV positive. You know, I mean, like it's it's sort of like. So we got into leather through BDSM, and um, but what Mister Eagle is is it, it's a charity thing. I mean, and it's uh, you have a platform and you have raise money. Like Ellie Fournay is somebody right. who I raised money for when I was wow. when I did that, and um, you know, I got to talk about prep. And uh, HIV prevention stuff. So I got to do a lot of work around the country. Um, and yes, like, and I, and I can be very honest about this too, On I this suppose. Um, sure. So like, I actually took testosterone to try to masculinize myself at that point because wow. I was so obsessed with the idea that I needed to be more masculine than what I was, and um, that was a really dark time for me Um, and what pushed me to transition is um, I've been in recovery for a really long time I was clean for almost a decade and um, I ended up using again and relapsing and at that time I knew that that was what it was like I've always known that that was what it was and I don't think that this is a unique story a lot of trans people have struggled with addiction and struggled with drug use and things and so I'm not unique in that way but um, I barely made it alive out of that to be honest and um, uh, when I got clean again that was the first thing that I said is that I I need to work on this and and move forward with um, transition wow. and so um, it's been it'll be five years again in, um in November but uh yeah, so that from that point on I said I'm gonna do whatever I need to do to move forward. And it's like crazy to me. I was working at Callum Lord. I was working I wasn't like in like, you know, Alabama. I was in Hell's Kitchen. And it was harder for me to transition in New York than it was for me to transition um outside of New York. Wow. Because I sort of had this like Mystique or whatever, this kind of thing that I needed to be more masculine than what I was, and um, it, uh, it it was, it caused me a lot of problems.
0: Wow, babe. Can you, question for you: Can you speak to that at all, a little bit? Like in turn, in we've talked about. I don't know if that was personal or if that is a thing in the gay community. Would Would you say that there's maybe discrimin, not discrimination, but people look down on people who are feminine in the in the gay community as opposed to a
1: masculine I mean, game? Th- yeah, I mean, before I transitioned, and you know, I was super feminine and you know, flamboyant or whatever. And you know, there's always guys saying like, "Oh, no fems, whatever," and like, blah blah blah.
0: You're trying, you're trying to go out and trying to date and, and and guys themselves are not into fem, yeah. And you, so you're you're saying that you experienced basically the same thing because you kind of. You always identified as not gender non-conforming. What did you say? You were like... Well, I,
1: was, I didn't know what it was. Like, I didn't know what, what anything was when I was younger. I just know that I was always drawn to more girl stuff. And I liked girls' clothes. And I liked girls' everything. But I didn't know 15 years ago what it was or what you
0: called it. This is my thing. I guess I get it that people can be attracted. If you're attracted to a, a masculine gay... Or whatever. I get that. My thing is the um yeah, the discrimination type thing. I don't understand that within the queer community. Like you're going through a situation where society rejects you. Why would you then reject other people within the community? I
2: just don't get it. Well, I can tell you that gay men and, and I, I have lots of gay friends, um, they're they're I think it goes to like sexism, like that they Look down on women in general, and um, uh, they don't. Uh, they wow, super uh, real. Um, I think that it's a struggle for for people to get through that. Right. Um,
0: Is that? Are we bad for pointing that out? I mean, we're I don't not, think we're, we're
2: bad for pointing that you out. You know, I would uh, think
0: we're talking about something that's real, right? You know. Yeah.
2: I mean, I'm not trying to talk badly about about gay people because I functioned as one for a really yeah. long time.
0: Right. I mean, you know. Right. I feel like it's very serious. I'm no, sorry. no, we're, no. This is, this is what we do. This
2: is great. So, yeah, I mean, basically, like, it came down to that I was going to use drugs again or I was going to transition. And I had this big, I went to a meeting in, um, St. Louis, and I ran into some old people, some friends from the city, to a trans guy and a trans woman. And um, I was at this talk, and she was like, "All right," she's like, "I've been waiting for this from the first time I ever met you. So like, it's about fucking time, wow, bitch. Knew. Like, pull it out, pull it together, and like, like just do it." And so I was like, "All right, well, I'm afraid. I'm still afraid, but like." And then my husband my, was like, are you trans? And I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, I was like, yes. And so I was like, and I already have an appointment to go on hormones. Bye. And, and so um, I came here into the city and I went on hormones.
0: When did you get married to your husband?
2: <laughs> We're not married. Oh, I just okay. say that. You just say you Keep husband? all these bitches away from We're me. Ha, ha,
0: ha. AC got a man now. That's right. Um when did you meet your your lover your So partner? we've
2: known each other since two, well, we've known each other for a really long time like 2003 um I hated him because he was dating my ex at the time, the and, scandal. Yeah, it was very scandalous, and I went around talking about him to everybody and and saying all bad, th- all kinds of bad <sighs> Hilarious. things. Hilarious um, We about
0: to bring him on the show. <laughs> oh, he's wow. got his. He's got to <laughs> say we need to. We we bring him on. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> poor Chad. Change. He. um
2: Yeah, I was really a bad, bitchy girl. Right. I mean, I've been a bitchy, bitchy person. But you owning it, so that's good. Yeah, but I I, I like to be like kind. <laughs> I want to be. I try. <laughs> I say, I say to people, like, I use it all up for patience. Like, I don't have anything left <laughs> for, like, anybody beyond that. Uh, so 2003,
0: 2004, you, you knew of each other. When yeah. did you guys start dating?
2: Um, 2013, 14, 13. 14. Oh, also it's
0: still, it's still a, little, a little new yeah. here. Um, and, okay, when you started dating, you were I a was men.
2: a I was. Funct- you were a man. I was expressing. As, Functioning as yeah, a man, I should um, say, rather. But – so that was a challenge too because I finally met somebody, and then I was like, all right, well, I'm going to fuck it all up. Here we go again. Here we go again. And uh, thankfully that has worked out.
0: I actually want to ask you – I don't want – really don't want to put him on the spot, but I am just – maybe you can speak to to functions you know, because people do transition when they're already in relationships. How do the partners deal with that? That's a big – that is a big change.
2: Well, I mean, so – you know, when it comes to so this is like the mix of sexuality and like gender and mm-hmm. how they—it's weird to cross over. But listen, sexually, like it was all I, good. I, I was never like this was. There was no <laughs> connection to anything <laughs> down here. I didn't win the leather title for the front, honey. I won it for the back. I, uh, that, <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> why we couldn't get some people to support us because we talk about stuff like this but this is so important too that's real that's so authentic I love but it. i mean we've never sexually had any like very compatible yeah, yeah we compatible. were compatible, compatible. good i mean i i yeah i yeah but that was another thing that i knew about like i never had a connection with my genitals like i've never right. had any connection to that so i think that was another you know dysphoria if you want to use that Awful word, like sure area, right? Sure, sure. Um,
0: okay, so you're transit. So you're in a, a healthy relationship. You're starting two years ago. Uh, you mentioned um, HIV positive. You you said that a couple of times. Can we ask, you know, what that was like, you know? I- I don't know what you want to speak about with that because it's so huge with your uh, practice. Yep. You just mentioned it. You know. I'm
2: pretty out. I'm very out about my HIV status. I, I mean, I have HIV as a consequence of drug use. Like, right. there's no question in my mind that, you know, the shit that I was doing, I wouldn't have probably, I mean, maybe, I wouldn't have done as much. Right. I probably would have done a lot of it, <laughs> but not as much of it, not as many different people. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, so, you know, that's just a part of my, my story. Right.
0: Um, I don't even think, you know, with the HIV equals campaign and different things like that, which I love these kind of newer campaign, the stigma is still there, obviously, but I think that there's been a, a lot to, I don't know, um, with PrEP and PEP and, you know, all of these things are now being undetectable and all that stuff. It's almost like the stigma's gone down, no, or maybe it hasn't. I don't maybe you can speak to I that. mean, I don't
2: think in the trans community it has gone down a lot. Um, I think that this is one of the you know when you think about for trans women, I mean they're one we are one of the populations where you know Still a lot right. of the messaging for HIV prevention has not been directed towards trans people really New York City is doing a better job Dimitri Deskalakis well who's the
0: message is going to what just I don't understand going to just LGBT the LGBT community as a whole and not specifically trans what what do you mean by that
2: I mean I think it's for gay men Um, for the most part so if you don't know that if you look at a marketing campaign and it's like all these like dudes like hugging and kissing, and right. you're like, that doesn't apply to me, right. so I don't show
0: up. Um, rates of, and I read this today, um, uh, HIV rates have, are increasing. It looks like, and specifically, just trans, and it looked like, from what I remember, Black trans women was a huge issue. You
2: know? Huge. I mean, you and. 2008 there was a study that said that 57% of African-American trans women are HIV positive in the United States. They say that like 30% of all trans women are HIV positive so that's like the prevalence of HIV in the United States is 0.4% so when you look at if you're a trans woman you're 49 times more likely to be HIV positive around the world than cis women so
0: we, we've never talked about this on the show we we've never talked about this do you think can you speak to a little bit what do you know
2: why? I think it's because medicine has not treated trans people very well I think that they have not engaged trans women I think that if you can't go into a doctor's office and have yourself um, affirmed then you just don't go back Wow right? I mean That is the reason why HIV care for trans people has been so shitty, is because doctors' offices do a really shitty job of affirming trans people.
0: Right. Um, We we've talked about. Have you ever had a a a doctor that wasn't um, LGBT friendly, but just like, have you ever had regular a regular doctor? Uh, Not in the longest it's been a while because I wanted to know that if you could actually speak to the differences between the treatment you might have received between like a, an actual LGBT centered you know physician rather than somebody else but no you've always yeah for the luck of time. I know Cal Lord's like even when we went in Cal and Lord and we were we were promoting for the show we wanted to put up our flyers and stuff like that um yeah it, it was packed in there it seemed I don't know it just seemed like they don't turn anybody away I don't know too, too much about, but it seems like the facility yep. is constantly trying to yeah, they're Yeah,
2: they're, they're opening an office in Brooklyn now, too. Oh, yeah. are they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they opened one in the Bronx, Yeah, too. But you know, my fear is like a trans woman going into an emergency room, for instance, if your ID doesn't match yeah. what oh. your presentation is oh. or your insurance card doesn't match. They put like a bracelet on you and everybody calls you by the wrong pronouns. And everybody uses your dead name. Yeah. And, like, it, it, it can Do be have, really dangerous. A yes. Very dangerous. Or an urgent care center. You know, it can yeah. be really dangerous yeah. for, for trans people. And, unfortunately, even in age, some HIV testing places. I mean, gay men's health crisis does a lot of... HIV testing, but it's not the trans women's health crisis. Like, where wow. the fuck is the trans women's health crisis? Because, wow. like, in my mind, the people who have the crisis right are now trans are people. trans people, not, I mean, gay men certainly, and again, like, I, I don't mean to sound You're like, not, I'm not talking to badly right. about gay men. Um, what I'm saying is that we that trans women need to have their own space, Right. Too. And um, if we have the trans women health crisis hiv testing center then more trans women might go get uh hiv tested there and um, do, do you
0: think that's the solution to kind of just open up trans specific facilities um
2: you know well that's what i'm doing connected that's true. so that's i don't why, know that's why you're personally i so might why. be wrong and yeah. a lot of people might awesome. disagree with that awesome a, a, a lot of people awesome. You know, they want to integrate. They want to do this. They want to bring, you know, integration into healthcare. But, like, the ship's not... The fucking... This is an emergency. Like, this is... We can't be fucking around with this anymore. Like, the house is on fire. We need to get the ship put out. And, like, we can't be waiting for every, like, community health center to decide, oh, I'm going to integrate trans care. And, like, they can't even figure out how to call people by their right pronouns. Wow. Like, so, I mean... HIV needs to be treated like the emergency that it is for trans women. So right. I mean, maybe I'm just an impatient bitch. I mean, I just I, I ask Chad. I am. I guarantee <laughs> you I am. I'm very impatient. But like I Chad see is drinking th- coffee.
0: Chad, I will get you a rum and coke or a shot <laughs> to get whatever you need to deal with the situation. I got no, you.
2: It's yeah. Yeah. all right, no
0: alcohol. <laughs> um wow you uh, you get we i get it It, like it's crystal clear why what you do is so important i mean it's like it's 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 clear as day um i don't know of anyone else in your predicament who is i guess trans and treats do you you know of anyone at calen lord who is a trans person that actually treats trans people who specializes that i i don't i know you're dr duet yeah it bill
2: Duet, yeah. love bill Duet. yay bill yeah shout
0: out to bill um you know there what, is a
2: trans there are a couple of trans providers at calendar yeah i don't want to blow their spots up but there are some people right. who,
0: um it kind of makes sense that people are going to be more comfortable when you are so open with your life and you're so transparent Uh, that people are going to be comfortable with you. I read some of your reviews. It's like, you're the best thing since sliced bread. People love you, you know? And I guess it's because I'm guessing if someone comes into your office, they can expect this type of warmness, you know, that you're displaying now. Yeah,
2: I mean, you know, just like if you call my office, then you get people ask you on the phone what pronouns you want me to use with you. You you get, uh, okay, like, I know, like, what what gender do you want me to put on your chart? What name do you want me to put on your chart like the this? These are things that doctors offices don't regularly well, do No, doctors offices don't do this like that's the kind of like When you have a place like Callum Lord or some other places in New York like you don't That is not what it's like most places So like I read a lot of if there are people from other places watching this show and you ask them like they would say that's not my experience with yeah. medicine. Yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah. And it's the only fucking place in medicine where people can get away with that bullshit anymore. Mm. Trans for trans people. Like, you can't get away with that shit. Like, you can't be like, you know what? Like, you're not black. Right. Like, you know what what did you say your name was? JC. Alright, right, I'm gonna call you Evelyn from now on. Right. Like mm-hmm. you're Evelyn. That's because that's what I've decided you are. You're set, you know. And
0: we're dealing with a situation we talked about a little bit. You know, up Top Dino was talking about it, you know, even legally speaking, like with the bathroom bill. I don't know if you can speak to, to anything like that, but now the, uh, you know, what was this? The, this is not the APA. It was that? American AMA. Mental Association. They're saying that this causes serious psychological harm to say certain people cannot go to the bathroom
2: of their choice. Look, like I can tell you from seeing patients, like when Trump was elected – I had three kids that night say they wouldn't go to school because they were afraid to use the, they couldn't, wouldn't be able to use the bathroom anymore. Two kids threatened suicide that night because they were terrified of what was gonna happen to them. So like, you know, the reason that trans people are around a lot more is because unfortunately, they used to just kill themselves and that was easier for society to say like, well, they don't exist. Uh But the fact is, is now we gave, right? We have this, we've had this visibility and now they wanna take it away. And like, people are really scared about that. And like this bullshit with bathrooms, like who the fuck cares? Like you're going to piss. Like you're not going in there to like, I have no idea what people think is gonna happen in bathrooms,
0: Dean and I have talked about this incessantly. Dean has gone off a number of times
1: because it's so foolish. If you're the one obsessed with what people are doing in the bathroom and looking that closely, then you're the weirdo. How many times? Absolutely. No,
0: I've, I've never even heard have. of a trans. I've never even heard of like a scandal with a trans person in the bathroom. It's usually a white Republican male. Not yes, that I have anything sure.
1: against. They're the ones.
0: I have here. nothing yeah. against Republicans, but y'all I motherfuckers be doing shit in the bathroom a lot. Tapping that
1: foot, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> At the airport and shit. Yeah. Um, but it definitely causes people. That is one of the most difficult decisions that a trans person has to make. Like you, people like take I, for, it for me, granted. a girl like me. Mm. You know, I don't pass. I, I'm very aware of that. I don't. You
0: say you don't pass. Are you saying you don't want to or try to? Because I um. I've had some issues with pronouns with people on this show. Not not ma- malicious. It just took me a minute. I don't have that issue with, with you at all.
2: So well, I, I'm, I'm giving not you, true. like, full, like, sundry You're giving it. You're giving the about, heels so, and all so, of that. So, I mean. It's real the bamboo earrings, earrings too. Uh, I you're mean, I'm coming to Brooklyn, <laughs> so I thought, let <laughs> me wear these bamboo earrings tonight. Uh,
0: oh, sorry, boo. Sorry, are you okay? <laughs> I just popped Tina in the mouth. <laughs> um, you. But, you passing yes go. no ahead. I mean
2: I don't pass so when I go into a bathroom like sorry, it's like something that I need to be conscientious about because I feel less safe in a men's bathroom than I do in a women's bathroom wow but like that's why I guess I just would never go to North Carolina right I have no need or Mississippi or one I of these there. <laughs> Right. I mean
0: yeah, we, we've we talked about passing a lot. That's been a huge topic on the show. I actually did want to talk to you a, a little bit about that. And, you know, that's another thing within the trans community. Not everyone – I think – I don't know if it's because of the visibility. Not everyone's trying to pass anymore.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a huge thing for me to pass. Um, I think that uh, – and I heard you talking about Caitlyn Jenner, right? Like, that was never – well, I don't have Caitlin's money. I worked in community health my whole life. I don't right. have Caitlin's money. Um, so you know, and you know, estrogen has not done a lot for me up top. Although, if you looked at my sisters, I would love you too. But I have twin sisters. You know, but, um, but you know, I, I I I don't know that if I passed really 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 well, that um, I don't know what that would be like. I don't, I don't i don't know
0: um, hmm. um passing is important to you well, I,
1: No, i i don't
0: know Well, it is i mean we you know we've talked about it a lot you said that there you talk about things that you want to have done and you
1: know Yeah, James says I don't have to
0: do anything,
2: but, you know, it's for me what I want to do.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's her choice. It is, I guess it's individuals, yeah, it's everybody's choice, but that's a big thing with the mainstream community, and we do have a large mainstream audience, because the purpose of this show was to, initially, you know, was to bring this this type of conversation to the mainstream who they don't know, you know, and um, people say ignorant stuff, like, oh, well, if she don't, you know, to take her penis off, or if she doesn't, uh, I mean, I'm just being direct. You yeah. know, whatever people, voice surgery, or, you know, whatever people think. Yeah. If she don't do this, she's yeah. not a real woman.
2: Right. Well, I think that that has been some of my struggle in my transition, too, is that, like, I'm covered with tattoos. Um, you know, I, I swear to God, I'm like, I got ma'am more before I went As on a hormones ma- <laughs> than I get ma'am like they'd be like calm down ma'am on the phone and now they're like and I I don't quite understand that either but um whatever uh you know I, I I don't know that's been some of my struggle is that people who are not necessarily um you know, they need to take some trainings, I think, but mm-hmm. they don't get the idea that my identity is never a question. Like it's never been a question. I have I have a friend in Chicago who works at Howard Brown, which is like another one of these LGBT And he you know, he says he's a changer. Like he has gone back and forth and but his identity has always been very solid. Um he's just Expressed it very differently in terms of. Changer, as in he
0: goes from. Very
2: feminine to very masculine to, um, you know, but his gender identity has never been a question to him. It's just the expression of that gender identity that has been very um, different in different phases of his life.
0: Yeah, that's a huge thing that people are even coming to terms with the difference between gender gender identity expression, you know, and how you identify. if you could, AC, if you could speak uh, to someone who's struggling out there, trans, a young sh- kid who is struggling, uh, either with their identity or even th- little things like bullying and, and stuff like that, with everything that you've been through and your whole background and experiences, what would you, uh, what would you say uh, to that person? That's a huge. I know really? that's a big comment. I, I'm really? giving you a big one, but we're ending big here. Uh, what
2: would you say? No, to I him? mean, I would just say that you know, find somebody that you can talk to. Um, do not let this um, be something that uh, it's not going away like find somebody to talk to now because once you can sort once people realize and can express themselves and to affirm themselves it makes life a lot easier for people afterwards Mm. Um, there are doctors and providers out there who want to take care of you and if you have to make your way to New York City or New Haven or Stamford, Connecticut. Stanford, um, or Stanford or New Haven. or New Haven, Connecticut. Um, feel free to do that. No, but I'm just saying like find, there are people out there. I know there are these Facebook groups and different kinds of things, all kinds of stuff that you can definitely, you're not alone, you are not alone. Like I think that isolation is the most challenging things for a lot of people. Wow. And so like you're not alone, we're out here. No matter what the fucking White House says, we still love you. Like, 100. and we will, there are people who love you. So, like, love it. you know, just find those people and stick with them until you get to be 18, and then you can fucking do whatever the <laughs> fuck you want.
0: That's a good note, uh, guys. Am I right? That's a good note to, to, to end on. Beautiful. Beautiful words. Beautiful words. Um,. Dina, actually, same question to you before we, we get some of uh, uh, AC's projects. If you could speak to, to to anyone out there who's being bullied or whatever, what was what something that you would say to a young person, a
1: young trans person? I say, you know, a lot of the same stuff. I, I I just think I just well, I told you when we started this show. I just if I could save like one person from killing themselves, then you know, yeah. How impactful would that be? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: you've got some amazing things going on. You talked about opening up a new practice in Stanford, Connecticut. Where can people find you? Uh, Maybe you can just speak to a little bit about some of the other things that you've got going on, so you know, people who are watching this interview, they're interested, they can come check you out, stalk you as I did on Facebook and different things like that.
2: Um, So you can go to my website, drdemadont.com. You can uh, find me on Instagram, at the only queen AC, yep, and um, Twitter on the only <laughs> at the only queen AC, um, and on Facebook, my Facebook page is there. Um,
0: In terms of projects and, and things projects,
2: that... right now I just got funded for a grant for um, incorporating trans-affirming healthcare into medical school curriculum. At, awesome. Um, Quinnipiac Medical School. Awesome. Um, We just applied for two HERSA grants for um, homelessness and trans people, and trying to do a needs assessment for the state of Connecticut. Wow. Um, And yeah, I mean, and we just got a new puppy, so um, (laughs) so that's a huge project. Ursula, you can find her on Instagram <laughs> at Ursula the Brindle Frenchie, French, bull, French Bulldog. No, um, yeah, so a lot of stuff, a lot of big things. Um, it, you know, if you're in Connecticut and you're looking for a health care provider, certainly um, our doors are open. Wonderful. If you ever want to flee New York City, Come the doors are open.
0: I told you I'll be up there. As long as you do STD testing, I'm yeah. there. Full, Every full couple of months, I might come screening. check you. I don't know.
2: Oral swabs, anal swabs, the whole nine yards. You don't need Everything. any anal swabs over <laughs> here. Believe that. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> You can self-swab. <laughs> 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 we'll teach uh, you how to self-swab.
0: We are, uh, we are this is so raw. Okay. We are so thrilled to have you this coming Wednesday too. You're going oh to yeah, I'm in. so
2: excited. I know uh, a couple of people there. That, so yeah. Oh, that's fun. great.
0: We, we got a nice little crowd playing. You're going to love it. It's going to be very entertaining. Uh, some of the questions are going to be hard hitting, but I'm sure you're, oh. you're going to be ready. Uh, okay. But, but that's very important. Uh, you can find uh, Dr. AC at our uh, Trans Talk live show this Wednesday. Yeah,
2: and all of the people in New York... I fully, all my friends in New York. I fully expect you to be there. That's Hello. I will shame you like and uh, endlessly. Hello. You show up. Uh, Wednesday, Jan- or, uh, June twenty first, seven
0: thirty p.m. at Caroline's on Broadway. It's going to be a hell of a show, and Doctor uh, AC will be on the segment, uh, the the um, oh god, the panel, the panel my segment, panel. Uh, where we'll be you know interacting with the audience. We'll be asking some you know some really fun. And some tough questions uh, that people want to know the answers to. This oh, has been fantastic, man. Super fun. Show. Thank you so, so much. Excited. I'm yeah. so happy to be here. Oh, thank you so much for coming. We've no never even talked about some of these issues. You brought oh, really? some beautiful
1: <gasps> shit to the table. No, oh, you did great. Oh, good. You were great. Uh, Dina, where can the people find you, Boo? You can find me on Facebook, Dina Marie Martin, on Instagram, at FabulousDinaMarie, and on Snapchat and Twitter, at D amazing and the show uh you can find the show on facebook uh, trans talk with jc best and dina marie and on instagram snapchat and twitter at trans talk radio and you can email us if you have any questions at trans talk radio at gmail.com
0: yes and guys listen if you're just tuning in or you're, you're a new listener subscriber please check us we're everywhere man itunes stitcher youtube uh, SoundCloud. We're all over the internet. Check out past episodes. See how we've grown um, and how things are culminating here with our six-month anniversary anniversary Yay. with this Caroline show. I'm JC Best. Google me, bitch. I'm everywhere. This has been another episode of Trans Talk. We will see you next week. Somehow, we will see you next week. Okay? <laughs> Take care. Have a good night. Bye. Woo. Trans, Trans-, Trans-